Hey everybody, welcome to episode 114 of the Up for Discussion podcast. Uh, I'm Tom Zalatni. I'm Johan Denora. I'm Adrian Schoen. Welcome. We hey. got a new host. Ah. We got two new hosts, really, but Johan's been here for like a month. Whoa, are you gonna are you gonna break all that down for for the audience? Members? I'm breaking all of that down, guys. Um, <clears throat> we're going through some exciting changes and bringing new people onto the team, basically to sort of expand our horizons and add some extra voices to the mix. We're also changing so. the name of the show to Expanded Horizons. Yep. Mm. Uh, we're going to be an exclusively marketing-based podcast now. Oh, excellent. Uh, <laughs> there will be a lot of banner ads. That's why we brought Adrian on. Yeah, sure. I, I run all sorts of uh, intrusive, obnoxious. <laughs> uh. If you can describe this show in two words, intrusive and obnoxious are at the top of the list. They're definitely close. Yeah. yeah. So we want to start off today's episode with the Patreon question patreon is a service that allows you guys to help us host the show that's right by paying us money every month uh it can be as little as one dollar that's right and as much as all your money you'll ever make in your life um so today's patreon question comes from kendalyn who asks do you ever feel like a plastic bag drifting through the wind wanting to start again so um i generally don't i'm a pretty heavy guy so being a plastic bag would be kind of difficult for me. I don't often feel like I can float that way. But what I will say about that is I had an audition today mm-hmm. for a commercial. Very exciting. And uh, it was kind of a strange audition because I was basically like an interview with the director who just spoke to me about all kinds of things. And then I had to improvise with um, another person who's there to audition. And we... It was for a phone company. I'm not going to get into that too much. But um, the interview with me, uh, he asked me basically what I like to do instead of acting. So I gave an answer to that. And then he asked me if I liked music. I said, yes, I like hip hop, rap and R&B. And then he said, what is the song you're most ashamed of to like? Mm -hmm. And I mean, I don't know that I have many songs that I'm ashamed of to like, but uh, I had to think of an answer. So I said Firework by Katy Perry. (laughs) So this is actually kind of um, serendipitous that you would take that uh, beautiful line from that beautiful song Mm -hmm. on a day when I had to sing part of that song to this guy interviewing me for an audition. He asked me to sing a couple lines. (laughs) I didn't sing that line. I sang the The second verse. I sang the whole second (laughs) verse and then I transitioned. It was kind of a medley, a Katy Perry medley. Okay. So yeah, I was like standing there for a full five minutes just giving him bars. Nice. Did you go into Roar? Oh, okay. I remember which one Roar is. Uh, <laughs> I can't think of a single lyric from it, but yes, I did. I go into a trance state when I sing Katy Perry, okay, where yeah. I just am able to recite all of her songs, but in the moments after, I can't remember a single line. I totally get that. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's how I am with this whole podcast. <laughs> it's <laughs> an hour-long <laughs> no. trance. Immediately after recording, I'm like, what did we, did we talk about anything? Oh, no? Okay. Cool. I learned from karaoke that I don't know the, like how any song goes. Because I can sing along when like there's the the vocals going along with it, right. and then there's songs like I used to teach swing dance, so I've heard these like jazz standards and like Sinatra tunes like a million million times, and the second that they just have like the backup track and I go up, I'm like, oh no, Uh-oh. no, I don't know the chorus of this at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get that. There, well, the thing with karaoke too is like you you're usually drunk when you do it, and then you have like a song that you think you know because you're like, oh, that's exciting, and then you take it and realize you don't know the bridge. Yeah, I feel like um, there's no experience more seemingly fun in the moment than looking through the karaoke songbook (laughs) 
and just reading all the, whoa, you remember that from the Backstreet? Anytime you get to the Backstreet Boys, everyone starts losing their minds just reading it. But then, you know, there's only like one or two people who are willing to go up and actually sing. Yeah. You're like losing your mind over the name of the song and then someone's like, go sing. And you're like, oh, no, no, no. I can't do that. Sorry, no. I need a couple more shots of Fireball or whatever. Sometimes I wonder if I like a song or if I know a song. Yeah. Like I just get really excited mm, yes. to hear it. I'm like, I do know this song. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I I think that for the most part for me, I would I get excited knowing that someone else will sing a song. Ah. If I'm like it, because they always announce the next song coming up, hmm. at least at Tuamino. Uh shout out Tuamino. Um <laughs> if they say like I don't know. Mbop is coming up next. I'm like, Mbop. yes, but I would never want to say Mbop <laughs> myself. I could not do the Hanson brothers justice. Yeah. yeah, I get that. You used to teach swing. Yeah. Tell us about that. Yes. Uh, so in college, uh, I taught um, Lindy Hop and different kinds of swing dance. Um, I did that for a long time. I, I used to do competitions and stuff like that. Uh, I've done it a couple times here. There's some phenomenal dancers, um, but I, I kind of dropped off of it a little mm. bit. But uh, yeah, it was one of a long string of weird hobbies that I got very into. <laughs> weird hobbies, more like sick hobbies. Yeah. I mean, come on, no, for real. Um, that's actually funny. Our, our friend of the show, Noah Petkow, yeah, yeah. Uh, took swing dancing lessons for a while. And I think he started a swing dancing club at Marianopolis. Whoa. So I don't know. I I was very excited by the, the idea that you could have taught Noah swing oh. dancing. <laughs> I taught in Chicago. Uh, so yeah, a little, probably not any overlap there. Uh, but uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a lot of fun. Like we would do presentations at the Chicago Historical Society and uh, you know talk about it at length. It was actually now I go out to restaurants. You can tell that there was like a swing dance nearby because there's just like a certain um, you know outfit that goes mm-hmm. with it. It's not like the vintage thing that you're expecting. It's just everybody has like a bag of shoes. Or <laughs> a bag of shoes. <laughs> what kind it's like of shoes? Strapped to their shoulder as yeah. part of the. The outfit. Oh my god! <laughs> Just because everybody has their like preferred dance shoe, so oh. they they have a little bag and they have the shoes on the table, and they're like wearing like really comfortable clothing because there's never any air conditioning. So like you know, just things that you'd sweat through and be gross. And that's something specific to swing dancing, you think, or do you think that in general dancers like have shoes that they like to perform in? I think swing dancers dress more casual because mm-hmm. if it's like salsa or tango or something, they're going to be dressed a little bit more chic. They're going to mm-hmm. you know start gluing their tops to their boobs, and um, you know it's just going to be like less of a, a chill kind of young college that's so crazy to me though because the i mean that's also because the only thing i know about swing dancing is the film swing kids right which is i mean swing high (laughs) oh my god oh my god um yeah and and in that film obviously they're all wearing suits right right because it was the 1940s yes so in my mind i'm like swing dancing yeah they're all wearing suspenders fancy boys what yeah fancy boys and girls one of my favorite things, we, we did dress up vintage for like a big, um, it was an anniversary of a ballroom that we would go to uh, on the south side of Chicago. And uh, we, you know, had, I had a little sailor dress on and my friend had like a full suit. And uh, we went to Wendy's beforehand just yes. to get some, you know, get some Wendy's. Yeah. And I don't have do. to justify myself. <laughs> we know why you go to Wendy's. Yeah. <laughs> you got to do the Wendy hop. Yeah. And uh, so the guy behind the counter looks at us and he goes, you guys are dressed like the past. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are dressed like the past. That's incredible. Favorite things that anybody's That's ever an said amazing to me. Line. Oh, man. That's an amazing line. And then he had to serve you Frosties. Yeah. After saying that. That's so funny. Yeah. So you're from Chicago. Yeah. Uh, 
tell us a little bit about I I yeah. really don't know that much about you at all. Yeah, yeah I okay. guess I don't either, really. Right. Okay, Tom. <laughs> yeah, they just uh, dragged me off the street. Yeah. So, uh... <laughs> yeah, we were like, anybody want to host a podcast here? <laughs> anybody? Anybody? She was attracted to the old timey voice. It right. was like you're just like the past. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do love an old timey voice. The transatlantic uh, accent is like <laughs> long held uh, fascination for me. Um, yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah, Chicago. It's a uh, great city uh i was a carriage driver and a, uh, oh a tour guide there so i can uh, dump a whole bunch of historical nonsense on you um and yeah. i guess also like present nonsense right if you did like tour guide things <laughs> the present is part of history though right i guess history that's true is ongoing history is co- right now is history right tom you're not wrong <laughs> i'm not i'm not wrong that's true I had a coworker who just went to a conference there, and uh, he's like, "So, am I going to get shot?" And I'm like, "Where are you staying?" Like, <laughs> yeah. So I, that's like I've heard about. My brother was just in Chicago for a wedding with his his girlfriend. Uh, Congratulations they didn't, to your brother. They didn't get. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, I don't know. My parents obviously like anytime either of us have gone to the states, which is not often. My parents are always like, "Oh, be careful! You might get shot out there." <laughs> My parents don't talk like that, but it's, it's, it's funny for the show. To and, me, they do. And it's, yeah. Um, and uh, I I mean, I've never seen that as like an issue. Like, I don't know. I, I mean, I've never actually been worried about that. Um, but I have heard like about Chicago specifically that there's like quite a bit of gun violence there. And like, I don't know, like living there, did you like not see any of that? But I mean, like, is that is that sort of baked into... The experience of living there like that like a thing that everyone accepts or is it more an outside perspective like okay yeah um i mean i was never shot or shot at good um <laughs> just, just get clear that off the table <laughs> um you definitely get a sense of like don't go to this neighborhood sure um i actually one of my best friends is from uh, new orleans and she's like Nola. there's n- nothing that chicago is gonna like gonna rattle me this is nothing i haven't seen before and she was wandering around some some area on the south side and some lady was like oh you should you should go that way <laughs> you should leave here okay yeah, and she yeah, was yeah. like okay i gotcha <laughs> i feel like you're gonna get that in like most cities though yeah. there's always like one or two neighborhoods that people are like mm, maybe take a left yeah. yeah if i ever take a left turn into hampstead I'm you don't want to do that man followed we're we're dangerously close to hampstead here yeah we're like I on know. the last block before hampstead you're on the brink yeah it's it's a scary place. Are they gonna like throw maple syrup at me or something if I head down that way? Or they just might. They All might right. attack you with money. Yeah, Hampstead. They might throw their money at you. Like, Hampstead's a very rich neighborhood. So. Um, yeah. Anytime I'm in Westmount, I'm just like, oh. The higher I go, I'm like, oh, I really don't deserve to be here. No, you go up that hill. You never know who's a gonna. Porsche passes by like, me. I'm just like, oh. oh, okay. They're gonna spill their gun like downward. You know, yeah. it's just the gravity of the mountain. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know that like Montreal necessarily has like neighborhoods that you really need to stay away from, but there definitely are like areas that I'm just not like, I'm just not going to go to right. for any reason, but I, I don't know that it's like I'd ever, I've ever felt like in danger here. I'm also for the listener, a, a white guy. So I really have very little to worry about in general. So I don't think it matters what city I go to. Like I'm, I'm, I'm. You know, I don't need to worry about any of that stuff, which uh, I acknowledge it, that that's it's like a, it's a, a different situation thing, yeah. for me. Right. But I mean, Montreal is a pretty safe city. So, yeah, like that, that definitely seems like a foreign experience to me. Yeah. I mean, like, 
I've heard enough stories from people who are like afraid to be out at night here. Really? I think that's like the one thing is like, you know, at nighttime, like, I don't know, there's less people around. Bad stuff is more likely to happen. But again, that sounds like that's true of anywhere. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. Like every city is going to be like that. Like you don't want to like hang in the out suburbs and, at you know, night, but yeah. only because there's nothing to do. <laughs> no street lights either so jesus yeah. i mean well where i'm from is pretty well lit but well lit for what like what are you looking at right there's nothing here to do water i used i, I remember being like uh i used to live in point claire which is the west island and like being sort of a preteen or like middle teen area right where like you can't you don't have a car right you can't do anything you have to like conf like confer with your parents to see if you are allowed to do anything uh at the end of the night you're gonna have to come home you have nowhere to stay downtown get over it um and just like walking around the west island or maybe if we had bikes biking around the west island and looking to find a party <laughs> as if that's ever happened <laughs> I, like and we did a couple times but they were adult parties uh -oh. they were like adults oh. having a barbecue did they let you in no we did one time like run right up to the they were having a pool party run right up to like the gate and like it was like there was like trees and stuff so they couldn't see us but we like peeked into the gate to watch all these old people like sipping wine and like you know sort of like half in the pool it was it was a little it was kind of weird it was like voyeur, <laughs> it was voyeuristic in a way where i was like i'm not seeing anything worthwhile here it, it was not what you were imagining no. not like what you were hoping to because we heard like from from like down the street we heard like yeah Terry, get it. And then we like walked up to the gate and it's just like 50 year olds, you know, drinking white wine yeah. and eating cheese. And Terry is just getting a hot dog. Terry, ex <laughs> exactly. Like there's nothing to do. Yeah. That sounds like, like my Friday night. <laughs> the old people just drinking, you know, wine, eating cheese. Woo. Yeah. Honestly, that sounds better to me than an actual party. Yeah. yeah. I like a good house party, but it has to be with the right people. But you're also like, you're a young you're a youngin. I'm a youngin, but I don't I don't drink and I don't really do drugs. I, I used to smoke a bit of weed, but I don't I don't like that stuff anymore. Right. So I feel pretty out of place at parties. That's fair. So for me, like I, I do like house parties a damn sight more than I like going uh, to a bar right. or definitely not a club. Um, but it, it you know there's just a high likelihood of like going there and. Just, ugh. Oh, these people, I don't know. You show up and you're like, oh, there's nothing for me to do. Yeah. Oh, this is exactly like every other house party. It's better yeah. now. Definitely in high school, it's like no one's ever drank a beer before. So that's the only thing anyone wants to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. I remember the first time I went to a house party in high school, my classmates had no idea that I would ever consume alcohol because they thought I was just the good Christian kid. Yeah. And I came with a six pack of beers and they were like, oh, it's really nice of you to bring us beer. And I opened one for myself and everyone freaked. I was like, yeah. They're like, Tom, are you ready? Oh my God. Are you ready to do this, Tom? Are you sure that you want to forsake your relationship with Jesus Christ in favor of drinking a cold one with the boys? <laughs> <laughs> and then you chugged it. Chugged it. Oh, shit. Well. And you pulled out a cross and you poured some beer over it. Yeah. Like, I got to pour one out for JC. That's it. You got to make sure that they know that you're serious. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I've never, like, been able to, like, do a, a club. Ugh. Like, that just is a gross experience to me. Yeah. But I've I also found, it. like, my interest... Uh, pretty much are the intersection of what 13-year-old boys like and what, like, really old, rich Englishmen like. So okay, cool. if I could, like, play video games and sit down in front of, like, a fire with a snifter of brandy and, like... A, a like, what of brandy? A snifter. You know, a snifter. Is that, like, a tumbler glass? It, yeah, it's, like, a, a big, stemmed, like, broad, wide glass. 
Okay. Yeah. A snifter. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That that sounds like a pretty good evening. Yeah. Probably. That does yeah. sound dope. Yeah. yeah. What, what? Okay. So what are you, what's your what are your games that you're playing right now? Oh, I don't play as much as I used to. Uh, right now, there's a pretty hefty Mario Kart battle going at my office. Nice. <laughs> at your office. Yeah. Cool. That's fantastic. Tech startups are cool. Yeah, tech startups <laughs> are fun. Uh, I love the the Batman games. Yes. Those yeah. were pretty phenomenal. Um, yeah, I think those were my favorite of like the recent ones. But I totally grew up on like Nintendo, like original Nintendo. Yes. My mom started playing Zelda and didn't let us play it for like a month because she, she needed to finish it. Uh, oh yeah wait yeah you can only have like one save file or like there's something about like saving in that game right there's one game where you couldn't like turn off your console that was uh i think the original mario bros oh Oh, you couldn't save at all yeah yeah like you had to leave that shit on yeah oh shit no i think this was just she monopolized the time so heavily that we were unable to get on it (laughs) (laughs) she's like cooking and playing yeah well, not so much of the former, but <laughs> okay. it's like you guys, there's hot pockets in the freezer. Yeah. I'm going to beat level war, level war, level war. That's it's, the best level in the know, original the Zelda game. Link yeah. brings together all of the little scrubby guys and they fight the dragons. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> the only Zelda game I ever played to completion was played to was, completion. <laughs> was Wind Waker. Get out of here. <laughs> We're going to retire the phrase to completion officially. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Just lose your water a little. I'm fine. No, I, I got it down. Uh, yeah. No, uh, Wind Waker was the only one I ever beat for the GameCube. Yeah. Before I, they re-released it and made the sailing less tedious. Right. Yeah, I, I played Twilight Princess. Nice. That was the last one that, that I did. Well, that one was like relatively recent, right? Mm-hmm. I don't. I I haven't owned a Nintendo console since my N64. But we had a SNES and an N64 that are both in my brother's apartment, which is really cool. Wow, way to monopolize it. Wow, classic. Um, I think my favorite game though was Paper Mario. Oh, on the N64. That like, game is like unreal. That's I, a beautiful uh, game. Mm. Yeah, it's just so pleasant. Yeah. That's the thing. No, honestly, like yeah. they, I because then I got into like you know as a as a little boy getting into like <laughs> shooters and stuff, and I still like a good shooter, but more and more I'm just like oh, I can't really deal with like just white like yeah. you know what i mean i can't i can't, just can't deal with like just pure violence constantly mm-hmm. there needs to be like something more of substance there yeah. yeah uh and and going back and playing paper mario is just such a nice playing it to completion is just such a nice <laughs> refreshing <laughs> jaunt yeah. i went through that with tv like i mm-hmm. i was watching the walking dead and um oh. game of thrones and then i just and I, what was the other one uh, house of cards Mm-hmm. Okay. And then I just went, I can't handle any more sadness. And <laughs> I just jumped like ship on all of them. Uh, so I have like two seasons to catch up on all of those things. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was just like, I just need something pleasant. Yeah. <laughs> so what did you switch to? Or just not at all? Oh, I've consumed so much TV in that time. I, I can't even tally it up. But I, I love like a good crime procedural, which doesn't sound like it would be like a happier time. But it's so formulaic. You're mm-hmm. so detached from any violence that's happening. Like, you can tell the time by, like, where you are in a Law & Order episode. Yeah. Like, you know it's, like, a quarter two because they're just wrapping up the trial and you're going to have the little misdirect and then, you know, it's going to yeah. resolve, like, in the next ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it, that, that, I mean, I don't really watch many crime procedurals, but my mom does. Mm-hmm. And, like, I feel like you're right. It's so... Um, detached from the actual violence because the violence already happened right 
they're they're just trying to figure out why. Right. Yeah. And like the I feel like the way that the cops talk about it is so <laughs> I mean, certainly with something like a CSI Miami, right? The whole thing is that he like makes a pun at the beginning of every episode. <laughs> Like somebody just got murdered yeah. brutally here, and you're like, you know, too cool for school with your shades on, making puns. Right. So, oh, 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 some weird noises going on outside. Sounds like, sounds like a plane or a loud car. Okay, cut this. Could also be <laughs> someone playing Paper Mario. Cut, oh. oh, to completion. <laughs> cut this whole part. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I know you won't. I won't. But just for the listener, there was a plane outside and it spooked me. You really. got spooked? I got a little I got a little pooped, honestly. Oh, Listen little, to that. Are are you easily frightened? Um I mean sh- no. I don't think so. No, like I don't think like uh a lot of things like scare me, but I definitely am like, would be like easy to like for a jump scare. You can get me with any kind of jump okay. scare. Right. But I'm not like I don't think I'm super terrified of most things. I, but when I am afraid of stuff, it's, it's decrippling. <laughs> Clowns and spiders. Clowns. Okay. Oh. We were on our way to a funeral the other day. Um, there was no clown present, but there was uh, in the car. I was like sitting in the back seat. It was me, my brother, and my two parents in the front. We're going to this funeral. And uh, I like kind of glance. I like catch something in the corner of my eye, and I look up at the ceiling, and there's this big fucking spider crawling across the ceiling nope. towards my brother nope and i don't know why it would have been so easy for me to just you know punch it <laughs> and then it's, <laughs> or you know smack it I, I i say punch because i wouldn't want to get it on the palm my beautiful palms yeah. but my dirty crusty knuckles it could i'm fine with that um and but like i lost all control of my like like motor function i was just like yeah spider <laughs> Adam and like my brother immediately my brother's seatbelt came off in I'm pretty sure record time like his seatbelt was on I said spider it was off and he's bent over I'm like smacking at the ceiling with the back of my hand randomly the spider fell on my brother crawls off and my brother is just Uh, kicking at the floor now the spider's on the floor just (laughs) kicking with these dress shoes right we're going to a funeral kicking into the corner of the door (laughs) as my parents are like kind of losing it because because we're just yelling uh yeah so that's that i I guess i am easily frightened then if that was my reaction i guess i am pretty easily frightened why are you um i don't think so um yeah i i you know get a a good jump every once in a while and i'm something unexpected but i I don't have any like major phobias Hmm. okay um actually slightly untrue this is already unpleasant, so it doesn't make a... <laughs> Jesus. That was scary. I saw you do it and it scared me. <laughs> and, um, I, I have a thing about, like, dead animals. Oh, well, yeah. I know. It's already unpleasant, so it's not... Mm-hmm. But, like, I really won't go anywhere near... Like, mm-hmm. I'll jump off the sidewalk and kind of, like, skirt around. Yeah. Um, what about, like, taxidermy? I'm kind of okay with it. Okay, yeah. Fair enough. Um, yeah. Because they look like not even... <laughs> they don't look dead. Yeah, it's not like they're taxidermied with their guts out and stuff. Oh, God. I'm sorry. That was really vulgar. <laughs> I saw I saw like a roadkill squirrel getting eaten by a crow last week. Yeah. And it was kind of magical and also really disgusting. Did you right. watch it for like 20 minutes? Well, I was like yeah. walking, right? Pondering so I had the whole time that I like saw it until it was out of my field of vision. All right. Okay. Wow. So you didn't watch it to completion? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, Oh no! Um, well, do you like horror movies? 
Uh, some. Actually, I, I don't like the, the torture porn. Hmm. No. But I like a good, like, suspense movie. Yeah, I think that's 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 a good bet. I like a nice paranormal thing that's yeah. fake based on something real. Oh. Anytime they're, like, based on a true story, <laughs> which, like, it, it, like, kind of is. Yeah. Uh, but no, the there people... was a guy who lived in that house. Yeah, that like, like somebody did live there. <laughs> yeah. No, well, there was um, these movies, The Conjuring, okay, uh, yeah. one and two, which those are good. Those are very good. Yeah, I really like those. Um, which is like based on a true story. I love when you see the people in real life because you have these two beautiful, amazing <laughs> actors playing whatever uh, Ed and I forget her name. Mm-hmm. These two paranormal investigators, I guess. Anyway, they're in real life. Man, people never live up to like. I want to see one time where like the real people are way more attractive That'd than the great. people who yeah. play them. Yeah, like you find a real life person who's just so good looking that you, it has to be a downgrade. I've got right. one. You have one. Uh, there's a musical on Broadway, and this is no shade Hamilton. to the actors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, the real Alexander Hamilton is much better looking than Lin Manuel Miranda. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, there's um, there's a musical on Broadway about uh, Gloria Stefan and her husband, whose name I can't remember right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, when they were younger, the mm-hmm. age of the characters in this musical were better looking than the actors that are playing them. That's sort of Still, cheating because you know. she's already a celebrity. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's fair. Yeah, it's like it's like doing a movie about a model. <laughs> right, and then the model's better looking than the Yeah, other. like yeah. obviously. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. I'm wondering if there's any like controversial figures like, you know, just making an uglier Nixon or, you know, like somebody who Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think Nixon is one where it's like you can't you can only do better. Like <laughs> you can't even if you found someone who looked like almost identical, he's probably still gonna be like you know. But I think that's also just because, like, if you look at Nixon you're, and you think about Nixon, you're like, I don't know, man. He's like a, bad. Yeah, it's not good. I just heard an amazing story that, um, well, Nixon apparently had a, an enormous drinking problem. Hmm. And he would get just blasted in the middle of the afternoon and then call for nuclear strikes. And oh then God. Kissinger would just, like, call back and be like, like <laughs> maybe just tomorrow he'll sleep it off and yeah. it's fine. <laughs> He'd just be like, I don't think you, I don't think you mean it this time. <laughs> <laughs> have someone smell his breath yeah. we need to figure this out if this is real or not that's crazy there were like times that they were like yeah we don't know where he is <laughs> oh no i feel like that's happening now though oh yeah i feel like people don't really like donald trump like you know half his family doesn't even live in the white house yeah mm. i don't want to talk about that dude. i don't want to talk <laughs> about so i brought him up i don't want to talk about yeah. that fucking dude yeah. how does it feel being in canada instead of chicago yes. <laughs> it's a good time to be here yeah uh yeah, it's um oh it I'm like addicted to like Reddit politics on my phone. I just sure. gotta refresh the yeah. rising news like four times a day. It's not healthy. Uh it's not helpful. <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh God, yeah, it's it's something. <laughs> yeah, I mean like your your family obviously still lives in the States, right? Yeah, my my dad voted for him. What yeah. Hey Dad. Are you sure you wanna out your dad like that? <laughs> I'm sure he's fine with it. Fair enough. <laughs> hey, Dad. Um, I just want to say, you could have done better than that. <laughs> you could have done better than that at all. My, my brother's new tack is just to go, it's your guy now. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, we did have, how many years was Harper? Like a long time. Like a long, long time. Yeah. yeah. Like, because we, we, you know, the same person could be our prime minister for, 
like forever pretty much as long as they're the head of their party right yeah. like that doesn't really matter so i mean since i was in elementary school until what last, last year, year yeah. yeah that we had uh harper who like is bad and evil but like in a really boring way oh, god you I mean, know where like george bush it's like fuck yeah that that's interesting this guy's <laughs> out of his fucking mind and like dumb and you know I, yeah i'm not gonna talk about donald trump but like harper was just like bland like mm. wet cardboard you know like yeah. god we couldn't even have somebody hateable who like had some personality i think the worst thing about harper like okay no <laughs> Not the worst thing about Harper, no, worst but like personality-wise, like he tried so hard to be cool with his band, you know, his band that he had. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like once, once every year or so, he'd get his band together for a public event and they'd play Imagine and nothing else. <laughs> Stop. Get it. We get it. What was the name of his band again? It had something to do with. Uh, doesn't matter. Fuck that guy. Hey, by the way, anybody listening who's like a big conservative fan, big Harper fan, uh, it's really great that you have uh, your political opinions and uh, I, you don't need to write into the show to tell us about how you feel about anything that we've just said. And if you really like Donald Trump and you're listening to this and you felt really offended by us libtards going off about, you know, this, that, and the other thing, you just you can just turn this podcast right off and I'm sure you can go back to listening to, to that fucking guy. What's that guy's name? The uh, he's always sweaty. He's kind of fat. He's kind of nuts. Chris Matthews. <laughs> Wait, there's a list. Uh, maybe Chris Matthews. Uh, I said my own name. No, he he's always <laughs> yelling. He Infowars guy. Oh, Alex Jones. Go back to listen to Alex Jones. He's probably more your type of demographic. Okay. Or you could call my dad. Or we could call your dad. I think I don't know that we have a high. I don't know that we have a lot of people listening, period. But we I have know. a decent amount of people listening. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. Hold I'm sorry, on. guys. I didn't mean wow. to upset you. Wow. Um, I don't know that we have anybody listening that is, like, super cool with uh, DJT. Yeah, you know me. Donald J. Trump? <laughs> right? Right. There we go. That took me a second. I'm going to talk about Patreon. Do you mind? Let's talk about Patreon. Okay. So, as you guys know, this show is totally free for everybody to listen to. Wow. But it's not totally free for us to produce. There's hosting fees, art commissions, and ads that cost us a non-zero amount of money. The only way we can afford that is thanks to the awesome people who support us over at patreon.com slash up for discussion. If you're interested in throwing us even a dollar a month, you could join the ranks of fine folks like Patrick, Gabriel, Kendallin, who gave us our question of the week, question for the episode, Candice, Eric, and our newest patron, Carlea, pronounced like a car and a Star Wars princess put together. So that's awesome. And if you give at least $5 a month, you can tell us what to talk about once a month on the show. So as we had the question earlier from Kendallin, you can do that too. Mm-hmm. All right. And uh, I, I have a, a bit to read. <laughs> oh, <laughs> do it. <laughs> so I, I will put on my best uh, radio voice. If you pledge at the $40 level, you can name the bear in our logo. Woo. This week, the returning bear queen, Kendallin, wants you to know that the bear's name is Beryllium Argon. Beryllium argon. Beryllium I think that's what my argon. car is made out of. Maybe. <laughs> Beryllium argon. No, I'm not a science, but I think... <laughs> not a science? I think probably... Uh, I'm just going to hazard a guess here. Uh, those two together maybe spell the word bear. Yeah. In the... You think so? I think it's... Yeah, beryllium, beryllium. <laughs> that was the emphasis oh. that I chose. Yeah, maybe. I'm thinking like... <sighs> well, like look at Like their atomic numbers or whatever. Oh. The symbols... I'm not that clever. Okay, so you're saying that if I took beryllium uh-huh. and I looked at 
the symbol for it on the periodic table. It would be uh-huh. BE. Okay. I, th- I think. Uh-huh. And then if I took argon and I did the same thing, uh-huh. it would be AR. Is that what you're saying? That's what I'm, oh. I'm positive. So then if I were to put those two together, and let me just spell this one out for myself. B E A R. Oh, Kendallin, thanks. For thank your you money. so much for thank that forty dollar pledge, Kendallin. You're uh, a super fan, certainly, and I hope you enjoyed the Skype call that you had with Tom. It was maybe good. sometime I will do a Skype call. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no, I probably will end up doing that. Uh, and just so you guys know, I don't know if Tom has talked about this at all. Uh, we are actually looking over the Patreon mm-hmm. um, rewards. And the scale that we have currently, and we are uh, making some changes to it. None of the, nothing's finalized yet, so I can't speak too much on it. But uh, we're just trying to find a way to give you guys yeah, even more stuff and even more content for the same prices you're paying. So to really make it even more worthwhile, because it means a lot to us that you guys are willing to donate any money at all, Word. even a dollar. And especially going up to $40, Kendall and you wow. certainly are irresponsible with your money, but also... <laughs> Very, very nice to us. So thank you so much. And definitely we will um, be getting in contact with you once we change those rewards up. Indeed. Mm. Yeah. And just to elaborate, uh, we are not going to radically change anything that anyone is currently pledged at. Yeah. Uh, And probably the changes will go into effect like toward the end of this month or early July. So that doesn't affect people who have already pledged. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We want to make sure that everybody who has already pledged is getting what they deserve <laughs> we want to make sure you get what you deserve get everything that you ask for and more so what are you guys doing this week it's uh, monday yeah it is monday uh so i'm recording again tomorrow and that episode will go up on friday oh crazy. Uh, and we're gonna have another new host on there which is exciting um Who's so I brought, I brought three of you guys on right two of you and uh kate bradley from topics of high importance she's gonna That's be great. joining us uh, uh, she, uh, as, as a regular as a regular yeah. great so uh yeah That's should be awesome. cool she yeah. is hysterical. Did you guys like you used to? Did you start together? We started at the yeah, same yeah. time. Yeah, um, yeah. Improv. If that wasn't said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we did level one together, like a really long time ago, and then she became phenomenal. And you are also phenomenal. Oh <laughs> uh, well, I, thank you. Yeah, she she just kills me. Who I? I'm gonna need to see a picture. Can you get that up while sure. Adrian tells us about what she's gonna do? This week? Oh, uh, well, I'm I'm playing laser tag. What? Oh, on, uh, Thursday is a company activity. On St. Catherine Street. Uh, I don't know. Okay. Uh, so yeah, that's that's super fun, and uh, I think some coworkers and I are gonna go watch action movies on yes. Friday. Uh, and then next week is my birthday. Oh, so really? I'm gonna go nice. do improv at Bella Improv. As a birthday celebration. Yeah. Great. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, what uh, are you good at laser tag? Do you think, would you call yourself a laser tag expert? I played when I was young. Um, my brother and I had like the home set. Oh and yeah, we would like block off the whole basement and turn it into like a big laser tag. <laughs> what? My brother was very into like making a big production of everything. So you yeah, know, like we get everything dark, and I would crouch down to the bottom of the stairs, and I could never figure out how he was getting me, and he was banking the shot off the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's so amazing. rad. Oh, yeah. It was just, uh, I could never quite sort it out. <laughs> oh, my God. When did you find that? Like like a week ago? Yeah. <laughs> You're like, darn, <laughs> all these years. It's been plaguing me my whole life. Uh, yeah. So that's, uh, we'll see how, how that holds up, that experience. Are you? Do you guys have like 
privately for you guys or are you going to be playing with like kids? <laughs> I hope we're playing with kids. Oh, it's so much better. <laughs> it's no, great. It's Every way time. better because they're way better than you. So a uh, friend at work was telling me that, and he's from London, and uh, he was saying the laser tag that he did as a kid, they had an extra little element to it where they had people dressed up as werewolves. What the that fuck? That would like jump out and scare you. <laughs> oh, you're combining a, a Halloween haunted house. And like, honestly, that sounds super rad. Yeah. I mean, it's a great idea. I mm-hmm. just, I have a problem that werewolves are off brand for laser tag. Little bit, <laughs> little bit. I think that um, a paintball game where a Halloween themed paintball game where oh. you had like scary wolves chasing you would and be pretty sweet that guy like would spooky. get super shot oh <laughs> dumb shot like lit up every time for sure would it be lead-based paint <laughs> it would have to be right? silver i um oh I, yeah silver. I, silver. <laughs> yeah I, I know what you're going for i just I, <laughs> oh, yeah a good old lead bullet <laughs> I, I saw a casting call on um one of the many if you're a montreal actor you're on like 80 pages um there it was for um superhero like people that, to be play superheroes at parties like you kids could parties. Do that. yeah i was thinking about it. it's in toronto yeah. so like i can't do it now but that's definitely something to think of in the future um but i just feel like it's 70 bucks an hour for a party uh, how much do you think you'd have to pay somebody to be the werewolf who just gets shot by kids <laughs> with paintball guns for an hour 100 bucks I'd do it for hundred bucks. How much does each kid pay for the experience on top of the regular paintball fees? What are regular paintball fees? I haven't gone paintballing in a long time. I would love to though. Never done it. Yeah, me neither. It seems painful. Painful. It's okay. Painful. It's definitely painful. (laughs) Um, It's not too bad. Uh, I did get shot in the mouth uh, by my own teammates (laughs) who were little kids who were not part of our group, who were only there because we didn't have like the required number of people to book it. So thanks, guys. Uh, but that's like a freak accident. It went through the grill of my mask and like into my mouth. And the paint is, um, I wouldn't, edible is not the right <laughs> word, but it, it won't kill you and it won't it hurt you at all. It's, it's like right. cornstarch. Yeah. Um, so it's edible. But it's edible, but like so are a lot of things. But like you shouldn't eat them. You know what I mean? Right. The, the distinction between non-toxic and, that's it. and food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, it's it's definitely non toxic, but it tastes like it tastes. I just remember it tasting like sin, like oh. the saltiest thing ever, is is how it tasted. So sin tastes salty. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's why with Sodom and Gomorrah, when uh, oh my when god, they're, when they're leaving and God said don't look back, and Lot's wife looked back, she turned into a tower of salt because it was the biggest sin ever to look. Back. Oh, a pillar of salt. Yeah. Oh, that's what that Chance the Rapper line means. Oh, he says, uh, I bet that my ex looking back like a pillar of salt. I've never seen your eyes get so big. <laughs> yeah, just... you, you've had a revelation. <laughs> no, really, though. Because she's salt. She's angry because he's so successful. But also, it's from the Bible thing. Oh, wow. guys. <laughs> Thanks to everybody for listening to that revelation moment. Actually, I think that's in Exodus. Genesis. What am I saying? It's in Genesis. Oh. Not Revelation. I had a Genesis. Not a Revelation. <laughs> Get out of here with that. Revelation is the last book in the Bible. I have not read. The, I'm, I, I have no religious, like, I, I feel it's like totally most fine. people I know, but I feel like most people I know, like, at least when they were kids, like, had some exposure to it. Right. I've I've never had any exposure to I think if I, stuff. if I hadn't chosen to go to church myself in high school, I would not have had any oh, religious okay. exposure. Mm-hmm. So. What about you, Adrian? 
Uh, I went to Lutheran school growing up, and mm. uh, I grew up in a predominantly Jewish town, actually Skokie, Illinois. Shout out! <laughs> uh, it's like the one thing that town's known for uh, is a lot of like Holocaust survivors moved okay. there. Oh wow! Uh, and then the Nazis tried to march there. History. Uh, <laughs> Wait, hold on. They what? That like the Nazis wanted to march in Skokie to be super offensive, and wow. you know, like they had the right to do so, but. We all agree. Oh, like recently. Oh, like in the 70s? That's still way too recent. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck out of here with that shit. Maybe the I'd have to look up the year. I don't know. Uh, But yeah, I went to Lutheran school growing up, and uh, I also worked like the soundboards at the high holidays. (laughs) My husband, who grew up kind of Jewish, um, (laughs) I've been to the temple like more times than he has <laughs> oh so okay i got like a little platter of, of a lot of stuff but i had a very religious boyfriend in high school and i used to go to his baptist church uh but i was not religious mm. so i i kind of i would classify myself as an atheist but have you know i i, I see what everybody's doing there I think that's good though yeah that's a that's a good experience to have mm-hmm. just to like understand where everyone's coming from. Yeah. And also it gives you like some respect for right. like if you if you could if you've like been sort of like around that, you can see why people uh because for me, like I, I don't know, like I, I, I obviously respect church culture and all that. I'm like, okay, like when people go to church, I'm not like why? <laughs> but I, I don't I've never like been I've never like experienced that firsthand, so I don't know like necessarily like what the appeal right. would mm-hmm. be for me. Yeah. But like, yeah, having that kind of upbringing, like, even if you do later, like, not you know, choose to not be religious or have that kind of faith, like, it's yeah, I think that's important for people. Yeah, My like, school was like really interesting. Like, we had a lot of Muslim students and oh, wow. a lot of like there was a lot of diversity and, mm-hmm. and a lot of things. So everybody was just kind of chill with whatever anybody had going on. Actually, like the Indo Pack Club was like the most popular thing in my high school because they did potlucks. And oh, <laughs> what, what's an Indo Pack? Uh, it was uh, Indian and uh, Pakistani. Oh, okay. Oh, right. cool. You would think Indonesian, but it was it wasn't. Yeah, 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 yeah. you would think Indonesian. <laughs> Tom is <laughs> Tom is staring at the ceiling right now sometimes, and with a big smile on his face. Sometimes I like I think about the way that words are shortened in situations like right. that where like they don't totally make sense and right. i'm like why'd they do that yeah yeah the, the funny thing was that our high school mascot was um the indians which you know they were trying to revise and erase mm-hmm. uh but we had so many indian students so like my friend Azam was just like i want to be the mascot <laughs> <laughs> wait oh wait. <laughs> Did he get it? <laughs> no, he didn't. no, we didn't have a mascot. Like they were trying to like hide all of the old Indian stuff, like in the back. <laughs> no, but did he like get like he, he was he knew there was a difference, right? Like he knew they didn't mean like that. No, he understood. He was like, "Wow, you guys love India here. <laughs> this is nuts." Would it be like okay? So I'm picturing this as like a sitcom about like a like a sort of small town high school uh, and the principal is like trying to be really progressive and cool and she's like you know like we need to change our, our team name we can't be the indians anymore we need to be something that reflects our community a bit better and then one of the teachers says we've got like 30 percent like indian students and they keep the name exactly the same but slightly change the logo yeah to just like an outline of india yeah 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 we had um a lot of at my, my high school uh a lot of uh, Jewish kids and a, a pretty good percentage of those had parents 
or like a parent from Israel, hmm. which I thought was interesting. And then we also had a lot of, um, um, yeah, I don't know that. I, yeah, like I would say like Indian students or like uh, students whose family came from that area. Uh, but the closest we ever got to like having some sort of like in my in, 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 that I recall, like celebration of that culture was like every Tuesday, Miss Smiley would sell samosas for two dollars name miss smiley her name was miss smiley i love that Aww. yeah <laughs> was she like the most bitter human being no not the most <laughs> but um yeah we had a weird in grade eight i was not very a lot of us were not very nice to her because admittedly she was not great fair enough sorry miss smiley I, I hate to throw you under the bus i know you're an avid listener of this podcast <laughs> in particular but i'm uh, sharing this one with her right now yeah she's uh she's on our live stream that's the hundred dollar a month Patreon. <laughs> no it's not guys don't, do not be asking about don't that. even tease that no and i think maybe in the dance show uh tr- they had a dance show every year they had a section that they had a section certainly for Greek students, which is like there weren't that many Greek students at our school, but they still had a section for it uh, where they did like a traditional Greek dance. And then they had a section, I think, that was like traditional, like uh, uh, Indian dancing, which was pretty cool. Nice. Yeah, pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah. My high school had a pretty like sizable non-white population. Well, yes. Pretty like diverse cast and crew. <laughs> yeah. The cast of your life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I, you know, I don't remember anything particularly like intentional done by the community so much as it was just sort of a thing right like we were all just like yeah we're cool yeah i think that um so i grew up in the west island like i was saying and then i would commute into town for high school i i didn't have a uh, my high school wasn't downtown by any means but it was uh, montreal west which is sort of on the outskirts of ndg which is sort of leading into downtown you basically yeah. live downtown it's like a 20 minute commute downtown on the bus yeah any time of day. So uh, I was exposed, I feel like, to a lot more diversity than I would have been had I stayed in the West Island. Right. Not to say that the West Island doesn't have um, uh, non-white people. Like, of course it does. Um, there's a lot uh, of, of, no, of, no, I'm for real, I have non-white yeah. people in, in the West Island. It's just that I f- feel like living in the West, this is a very Montreal-centric thing I'm talking about right here. So anybody not from Montreal, let me just break it down. The West Island is gen- is the, the suburbs, essentially, and it's generally seen as uh, a little bit less uh, cultured and uh, separated from Montreal's culture hmm. because it is just geographically farther, and it does take, it's like an hour-long commute, uh, commute, whoa, <laughs> commute to get downtown. So you are like just... You are separated from yeah. the Montreal culture. It's a it's a different scene over there. But I'm I'm really glad that I I was able to go to school and my parents really pushed for me to go down, uh, to school closer to downtown where I was be exposed to people who lived in different areas where all right. my friends lived, um, closer to like the cultural epi the cultural epicenter of Montreal. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just I just feel really cultured and just really blessed, you guys. <laughs> Too blessed to be stressed. <laughs> Yeah, I, I get that. I like my high school. I went to Westmount High. That was like it was a lot of people from NDG and sort of thereabouts, but also a lot of people who live like downtown and like in Griffintown mm. and Little Burgundy and stuff. So it was sort of everyone on the south side of the mountain, basically. Yeah, was like potentially there. And it was mm. great. Kind of gives you a, a bigger picture of like what the city is like, even within the walls that hold like eight hundred people. Yeah. 
So uh, did you did, uh, did you go to university in the states? Uh, yeah, uh, I went to school in Chicago, and okay. then I actually lived in Denver for five years. Uh, Whoa. After that, and uh, came here about five years ago. What made you come to Montreal? Uh, my husband is a classical musician, and cool. he got a job with the Montreal Symphony. Yo, good job to your husband. Yeah, yeah. Well, let me shout him out. What's his name? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Michael Sundell. <laughs> Mike. <laughs> hey, Mikey. Hey, Mikey. Good job, man. You did a really good job today. That's pretty cool, though. Yeah, he, he bassooned awesome. real hard. So, uh, yeah. Oh, wow. He bassooned the hardest. <laughs> he did. That's great. That's oh. great. And uh, are you, do you, like... So he's on a work visa, or he got a work visa, or how, how's that working? We're permanent residents now. Yes, yes. So he had to do all the immigration stuff, and I just, like, slid in under yes. under his business. And yes. I was told by the Canadian government that I could do whatever I wanted except for uh, things with the with children and the elderly. Which yeah, all fair my, enough. Yeah, all my friends in, in Chicago were kind of like, that's fair. Yeah. And that's probably not where you were going to end up. So. <laughs> <laughs> that, that leaves you a lot. Yeah. yeah. A lot of stuff. No, that wasn't my particular area of interest. So. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Not that I hate children or old people, but... I do. No. I'm going to go on the record. All right. You don't. I, I see you, I see I you really posting don't. about your grandma like every other day, oh, man. dude. Shout out to my grandma. She's Shout in the hospital grandma. right now, but she's doing okay. Wait, wait, what's her grandma's name? Katharina. Katharina? Katharina. Katharina? Yeah. Katharina, best wishes to you. I hope you're feeling better. You're a trooper. She'll be fine. Yeah. yeah. Much spoke, love from everybody on this podcast. I spoke to her earlier and she said that they gave her good news this morning. So that's good. Excellent. Yeah. yeah. Some uh, punk ass kid uh, thought it would be a good idea to pull the fire alarm in her building at one o'clock in the morning. The other night. <laughs> so that was fun. <laughs> she had like a heart thing as a result. And thankfully, oh. you know, do they know who the kid is? There. No, apparently there's like pretty minimal security in her building. What so the fuck? Pretty sure my mom's going to like raise hell. Oh, I would too. Are you yeah. kidding me? Yeah. Yo, my girlfriend's building. Something happened recently. This fucking guy. So there's um, the door uh, like requires a key, obviously. I'm explaining how doors work currently. <laughs> the main door, the front entrance uh, requires a key that all the, all the tenants have, obviously. But I, I feel like there's a pretty lax policy of just letting anyone who's standing there in. Yeah. Right. I've been let in many times before I got a key to uh, her place um, by other tenants who just saw me and were like, okay, he's waiting to go see a friend, go in, which is fair. I, I, I don't think that you can really hold that against people too much, but um, I know that for most buildings, I mean, it's a policy, like don't let people in that you don't know. Yeah. And none of these people knew me. So anyway, um, uh, one of the, they sent out this email that uh, Renee received that said um, somebody got into the building and he had been let in by one of the tenants, obviously, because he wasn't a resident. And he went to the, he made his way to the parking garage. And while he was there, uh, one of the co-owners of the building happened to be there doing whatever. And the co-owner kind of observed him. And he went up to the storage, the storage cages in the, um, <laughs> I, I should just like reveal the blueprints of this place. And he wants to heist it. There, there, are storage cages in the in the in the basement yeah. with the parking area. And he was like basically like fiddling with the lock and like observe, like looking at all the stuff that was in there. And then when he 
this is what the email said when he had finished his check or his sweep i believe was the email <laughs> yeah um he he left the building but uh, they had a picture because they they have cameras in the parking garage they had kind of like a grainy picture of him and my girlfriend said she had seen him near her apartment before uh carrying what she called a really big knife Ooh, whoa! Which, yeah, just carrying it around in the street. Um, I must he's a homeless guy. Um, with a knife. With a yeah. knife, yeah. And uh, so she's moving. She, <laughs> I, I would like her to move. I would like her to know, but I, I just think, like, as a general rule, like, don't let people, don't just let people into your building, yeah. even if they look, you know, well-meaning or whatever, yeah. or in this case, very much not well-meaning. Don't just let people into the building. Like, oh, knifey Jim wanted to come in. <laughs> he was carrying a big knife. <laughs> it looked like he was going to make some sushi or something. Just let him in. I remember uh, before I came here, there were six months that I was living in this um, murder hotel uh, by myself. Uh, okay, <laughs> great. Uh, it was the only apartment that I could find where I could have my dog and have like a six-month lease. Uh, and okay. so it it was like a uh, rehabbed like Holiday Inn or something. You know how like the motels have that like courtyard with the skeezy pool in the middle. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you know, and there's like meth accoutrement like around. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and everybody's got shopping carts from the. the I think meth it was like store. a Walmart oh, like across. Yeah, it it was uh, special. But that was here. No, this was in Denver. Okay. And uh, I remember there was. One night, well, there's two really bad stories. One night, I was sitting alone in my apartment uh, being sad and um, just in the dark, my two, like, I had two chairs. It was a really, like, sad, (laughs) sad setup. There was, like, no furniture in there. Uh, And the doorknob, like, just turns. No. Oh, my God. And I run up and I, like, slam the door shut. And whoever it was just, like, walked away. You didn't look through the peephole? Uh, or was there people? I don't. I was just like, yes, make it stop. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that that was uh, alarm bell one. Yep. And then uh, I remember it was like around New Year's, and I had uh, this horrible like stomach flu or something. Or I, I I was dying is okay. what was happening. Uh, and so there was like that entire weekend, I was just throwing up and trying not to move. And uh, it was New Year's Eve, and I was in my place by myself, and at about four in the morning. This huge crash. Uh, okay. Somebody fell through the front window. <gasps> of your place? Yeah. Oh. And like walked You were ground away. floor, obviously. Well, it was like those balconies. So it was on the second floor. But okay. Like, so I, I like, it took me a minute to kind of get up and there was nobody there. But the whole front, like, picked, like the whole front of the place was just like crashed in. Wow. And then you moved right away. <laughs> <laughs> they called the police and they put up some plywood. <laughs> Hey, plywood's better than like you know the cardboard you see over windows sometimes. Yeah, yeah, That's no, crazy. it was uh, that was it was definitely like a murder hotel. Oh yeah. my god, in Denver. Yeah, There's some sketchy parts of Denver. Yeah, no, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you said you were there with your dog. Yeah. Yeah. What kind of dog do you have? Oh, this is my older dog. Who passed a couple of years ago, but she uh, she was a little uh, Eskimo um, golden retriever mix, super cute. And now I have a retired greyhound. Oh wow! Yeah, greyhounds are great. <laughs> yeah. She sleeps a lot. Uh, yeah, well, she's got some separation anxiety, so we're oh, okay. working through that. But uh, the funny thing is, like, my old dog's so cute, like, real fluffy, and everybody would run up to her, like, "Oh, cute dog!" And now it's just like grizzled older men who come up and like, yeah. "Me and you, buddy, we've been through it." 
<laughs> Greyhounds always look like old men. Doesn't matter. Like they they look like they've been through some shit no matter yeah. what. Yeah, they've seen war. Yeah. Gre- greyhounds and like don't take this the wrong way at all. I love greyhounds. I love all dogs, but greyhounds do look like uh, impressionist paintings of dogs. <laughs> very alien they're real weird looking they are weird looking i mean look it's what leads to them being so fucking fast but like them and whippets i'm just i see them i'm like (laughs) you look like a funhouse mirror dog i like that greyhounds are kind of like the polar opposite of pugs oh yeah just everything stretched out and along yeah yeah like both of them are fantastic and adorable oh of course and also very silly yeah no I, i i hope to own at least two dogs that are just the polar opposites of the the polar opposites of each other like i really hope and then make one ride the other oh come on listen (laughs) my 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 mom has um well we have a dog and and is she's a dog person so she hangs out with a lot of uh other dog people and uh one of her best friends agneta has uh, three dogs so one of them is named sam and he is a doberman He's super cute. Mm-hmm. So he's a bigger dog. Then the next rung down is Penny, and she's a uh, spaniel poodle mix. So she's sort of, I would call her mid-sized to small, and she's fun. And then they have the third dog, who is a, um, oh, my God. Uh, I want to call it like a teacup Yorkie. Okay. Yes. So it is about, what would you call that? Like It's like 12 inches. Like maybe a, maybe a foot long. <laughs> maybe and if it's shaved it's losing a couple inches <laughs> well that's not usually the way that goes <laughs> it loses a couple e- <laughs> to completion um, <laughs> if it's shaved to completion uh no and seeing the three of them like dogs have no sense of hierarchy based on like physical size no. that's just not how it works no. so um pepsi is the tiny dog I know. Right? <laughs> Pepsi is like seven years old or something and is like the old or 10 even and is like the oldest of them and it has the pack hierarchy. So anytime there's like a, the knock on the door, all the dogs rush up and are barking, but they like move to let Pepsi through <laughs> to get to like the front and like jump up and kind of like try and stare out the bottom window of the door or whatever, like tiny trying to get through. Uh, I've seen Pepsi try and pick up a stick um, that was a little too big. So instead of instead of being able to pick it up and walk away, uh, it, it Pepsi did pick it up and then immediately fell forward <laughs> because the weight of the stick pulled its back legs into the air. That's amazing. Um, yeah, send in your your dog stories, guys. Yeah, yeah. We love dogs, guys. Here. You can yeah. you can send your dog stories. Uh, you can send them to us over voicemail at speakpipe.com/upforpodcast. <laughs> Listen to this one. <laughs> That's just something a smoker says. <laughs> Listen to this one. <laughs> Sorry, so speakpike.com. Yeah, uh, go there. Did Sound we get any voicemails? We didn't. No, we haven't gotten one in a little while, you guys. I'm disappointed. Was our last one Julian? I think it was probably Kendallin. Oh, Kendallin mm-hmm. left us a... Kendallin has sent us more voicemails than everybody else combined. It's oh, free, wow. guys. It's free! Literally, like... Not for us, it's not... You know, sometimes like late at night and it's dark out and like you just want to be on the phone with somebody to like look like you're. I don't know why people think that that is going to like deter people from being bad. Because it does. I guess it does. You but I've seen I, old knifey Jim. Knifey Jim's <laughs> like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna knife that person. Oh, oh God, they're talking to someone indistinctly on a phone. All right, I'm going home. Sounds like they're leaving a voicemail for their favorite podcast. <laughs>
<laughs> that accent did something at the other. Um, yeah. Uh, so just, you know, if you're walking home late at night and you're bored, uh, you're listening to a subpar podcast, not ours, yeah. um, call us. Well, we might play it. Yeah. If you're fed up of your radio labs and your cereals, your, yeah. your garbage, this, this American life's, you know, all those. NPR classics that aren't as this good American as our show. Snooze. <laughs> More like <laughs> Ira on, like s- snacks. <laughs> More like Ira snoot. Oh, yeah. Sorry. It's a, a good product of Chicago, that one. Ira Glass? Uh, or This American Life? Uh, both, I think. Oh, cool, cool. I, I don't know where Ira Glass is actually originally from, but he used to record out on Navy Pier. I, I don't know what Ira Glass looks like. Oh, really? I have a very distinct mental image of like what I think he looks like. but Was he on an episode of Orange is the New Black? As himself? Probably. <laughs> oh, Orange is the New Black, there's a new season out. Oh, oh yeah. I did see that. Did, have you guys been following that? or I watched haven't? the first two seasons. Yeah. Okay. And I fell yeah. behind. How many seasons are there? Four. Five now. This is the fifth, yeah. Okay, I watched three of them. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I Renee doesn't like Orange is the New Black or Master of None. And like, there's oh, a season. Master of None season is great. I know. I just new... started watching it. Oh, it's really good. The first good. season? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's very good. Yeah, it's the good. second season's very different, but it's yeah. also very good. Yeah, so I, I don't, like, I'm with her all the time, right. so, which is great, but except I don't get to watch, like, yeah. you we're watching My First Netflix. Home. I kind of want to watch that. What is oh, that? Is it's... it bad or great? <laughs> um, Okay, well, to, to answer the, the first question, which is... uh. <laughs> What is that? It's it's essentially like a reality. What would you call it? It's not a reality TV show because it's not like following people like for a season. But it, it's it like is a reality TV show. Is it like, like an HD. aspirational, like you know, home makeover kind of thing? These or? couples send in a tape of themselves. They say like, "Hey, we're a little bit about ourselves. Here's where we're from, and we're looking to get our first home in this area. And our budget is we've been pre-approved for this much. And basically, okay. it's just following them trying to find their first home. So it's weird. Netflix does this thing where they have they don't have the whole show. They just have like a season of it. So this is like the fifth season. Yeah. And what I think happened is that they started running out of steam because I think that watching people find their first home is kind of intriguing on its own for the first season. But then once you get to season five, there needs to be some drama. Yeah. So it's very clear that some things are just like inserted into the show. Right. Like I think there are like kind of like story editors who like say like, okay, do we need to increase like a little bit of attention in this so you guys are going to play this aspect up? Yeah. Pretend like, you used to have a baby. Just <laughs> <laughs> use that. Use yeah. that. Um, no, like, like for example, one of the episodes was this guy talking about how he wants to stay a bachelor forever. Very cool. Dude. And then his wife is with him through the whole thing. No, then, <laughs> Awkwardly. <laughs> no, then he meets a girl while he's looking for a house and they buy a house together. That didn't happen. Like, come on. <laughs> no, that didn't happen. That's kind of great. Mitchell and Webb, I, I don't know if you're familiar with them, but like they're a, a British like comedy sketch duo guys. Okay. And they, they basically do that where they're like doing the home, like yes. home search show. And then uh, the guy like, reveals the bathroom and they're like yeah it's, it's nice this is good good size and uh he's like no let's do it again and look at the bath oh, and, okay. <laughs> and it's avocado colored and they're like yeah it's it's fine and he's like no no one could live with themselves in an avocado bathtub yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like they just start going crazy i love that <laughs> like pressuring them into having this big reaction to the bathtub and they don't want to have it they're like i fine with this <laughs> <laughs> no i feel like that's how most people would be but it's always all every episode of my first home is like one person if it's a couple one person just like is super picky or like right. 
a super unreasonable. Often, like the most common thing is that people are really unreasonable about their expectations. They're mm-hmm. like, uh, uh, "We make forty-five thousand dollars a year. We've been pre-approved for two hundred thousand dollar loan, uh, and we want a, a huge house with a big backyard, three bedroom, two bath." I'm like, everybody on the show wants something big, and I don't understand why. Oh, yeah. you have to clean it. It's so that much just- cleaning. <laughs> It sounds awful. And yeah. everyone's like, wow. They just pan the backyard. And they're like, wow, it's so big. But it's like half dead grass. There's no trees. It's just like a, like a shitty fence around it. Like There's a homeless dude with a knife just <laughs> waiting on the phone, though. It's okay. Uh, uh, they got a TV crew. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, it's like, why? It's not nice. It's just big. Right. Yeah. Have you seen uh, International Home Hunters? Or uh, no. no? Okay, what is that? so that's an American show where uh, oh my God. garbage oh. American people go yes. to Europe and try to buy a house, <laughs> but they uh, hate everything that's not American, and they're horrible, horrible people. <laughs> that sounds great. Yeah, I've only caught. A and few they don't episodes. have visas, so they can't <laughs> even live there. There's like a couple who wanted to buy a house in Morocco, and they're like, "This is very Moroccan." <laughs> oh my fucking god. There's like a fountain in the middle of a courtyard, and they're like, that, the baby's going to fall into that. <laughs> Yo, but like in America, they'd be like, we need a pool. Well, no, then they, they built like a McMansion like in the middle of Morocco. How rich are these people, man? I, too, too rich. <laughs> There's a show. It's a comedy show on CISO, which admittedly I haven't seen because I don't think it's available in Canada. Bajillion Dollar Properties. Yeah. yeah. Which is about like, you know, obviously like uh, realtors selling like incredibly expensive homes. And the clips I've seen of it, it's 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 like that exactly, yeah. like super unreasonable, rich, snooty clients, <laughs> and like they're terrible realtors who are just like in it for the paycheck or whatever. Mm-hmm. God, yeah, yeah. it's too Moroccan is a crazy <laughs> thing. Or, or that's <laughs> the title of this episode. Yeah. <laughs> it's too Moroccan. <laughs> no, it has to be. You're from, you're from the past. You're dressed like the past. <laughs> That's great. You dressed to completion. <laughs> and guys, that brings this episode to completion. Ooh, oh, God. Uh, thanks so much for listening. If it's your first time listening, uh, why don't you go subscribe on your podcast app of choice? Uh, you can rate and review the show on iTunes. It would help us out. It's the best way for us to be noticed by other people. Uh, support us at patreon.com slash up for discussion. Click all the links in the episode description. Share this with your dad if you have one, because it's Father's Day this weekend. Oh, yeah. Or if you're like me, share it with someone else's dad. Uh, you can follow the show on Twitter at Downward Talking and each of us individually. I'm at Tom Zalatni. I'm at Johan Denora. I'm uh, on Twitter uh, at Boxless Thoughts. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we'll see you guys. Uh, we need to find a sign off for the show, huh? We really do. Desperately. <laughs> we need yeah. to do some musical thing. Yeah. Let's get a soundboard. We could, you know what? That'll be the next thing that we spend money on is the soundboard. A soundboard for real? Yeah. For now, uh, Adrian, do you want to push this button? Sure. We're out. I'm like a warm summer boy. <laughs> I can't. Summer boy. I heard that's the name of our bear this week. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>